fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Elijah Moore back from the dead. Great to see. 
Yeah, I would say Trevor Lawrence had probably his best game maybe of his career. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if it is stat wise, fantasy yeah. wise, but I actually did catch the end of this Agreed. game. A great, a great drive at the end, and and it was. I love that they went for two and uh, and they won it at the end. What do you got to lose? You're like a three and seven team, three and eight, something like that. Sure, go for two. They did. Um, you know the the benefit outweighed the cost, and they came away looking great on that. And man, you never know. Something like that might stay with him for a long, long time, and maybe we'll start to see what we've been hoping to see ever since he came in the league. That was a pretty awesome performance. He ended up 29 for 37, 321, and three touchdowns. Um, and it's not uh, written here in the headline, but he also did throw for that two-point conversion that ended up winning the game. Great fantasy day for him. Great great real football day for him, too. I was going to say, some of those windows he was squeezing it through, just fourth yep. and five, like big-time throws, ballsy throws. You love to see it because it was definitely looking like he had bust potential. This might be that type of game, as you were alluding to, that really just turns around his career. Uh, Justin Herbert also having that two-point conversion at the end of yep. the game to win it. You love to see it. 28 fantasy points for him, 274 yards, three touchdowns, and like I mentioned, that two-point conversion to put him at over 28 fantasy points on the week. A monster rebound. Good to see with Keenan Allen back. Herbert's looking like that guy that deserved to go in the, as early as he had been. Chris Godwin also with an excellent receiving game. 12 out of 13 for 110 and a touchdown. That was, uh, I would say 12 of 13 targets. Uh, had 110 yards, one touchdown. Um, that was in stark contrast to his uh, core mate, Mike Evans, who was targeted nine times and only caught two for like 30 yards. Yeah, um, he was one of my negative wide receivers, so maybe we won't go over that as much. But that was uh, a big difference between those two guys. Um, and Tampa Bay, five and six, every team in that division below 500 right now. <laughs> so um, Anyway, so a uh, clear, clear winner, Josh Jacobs, stud of the week. Let's get into stats that stand out. And we're going to start with one for quarterbacks that I don't even think should be on this list, but I'm going to read it because of the copies <laughs> there. Sam Darnold, 11 out of 19 for 164 and a touchdown. Uh, explain, why do I care? I, I only put it on here just because they won. I mean, they beat the Broncos. They clearly were a more confident offense. Donta Foreman had himself a real solid day when we get to running backs. But DJ Moore reviving from the dead. So yeah, okay. he also did run for a touchdown as well. So Darnold ended up being right around 20 fantasy points on the day, as gross as it was. All right, that's fair. You know, it just ultimately was a positive for the offense to have Darnold under center, which is so freaking nuts. I that will say, I will say, even though I'm raking you over the coals for him being on the list, I did see the touchdown he threw to DJ Moore. It was a nice pass. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. really was. It really it was. was. A seed. Yeah, Lamar Jackson also on the positive. Didn't have a great passing day, two fifty four and touchdown, but did get those fourteen carries, eighty nine yards. Murray as well. Kyler yeah. having a tsunami day, seven carries, fifty six and a touchdown on the ground. In addition to one ninety one and two plus an int. That's again highlights how much of a cheat code these Russian quarterbacks. That's are. such a Kyler Murray stat line. Like a gross passing day, but right. still getting to like twenty eight fantasy points just because he's yep. zipping all over the place with his legs. So, Konami code. Truly, truly exists. Speaking of guys who aren't getting to 28 fantasy points in a day, uh, our one guy in the negative column, and I just had to throw him on just because he's so bad. But at, so at this bad. point, it's like kicking a dead dog. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson, 141 yards, one touchdown. And he added, remember, he used to be quite the scrambler, two rushes for an additional eight yards. Oh, um, in, in a completely one-sided game that they played and lost to the Sam Darnold-led Panthers. I mean, what a Man, he's so bad. Anyway, go ahead. What a shocking, just disgusting season for the Broncos as a whole. But especially uh, To be Broncos. fair, listen, I picked them to finish last in the AFC West, but I, I didn't think they'd be this bad. It's sick. I thought they'd be like eight and nine or something yes. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Moving on to the running backs. And as we do again, that thumbs up will pack would be so greatly appreciated. We're only about like 15 of you here. We usually have like 30 or so live. So please do share, like, comment, retweet, all that good stuff and keep helping us grow. If you're catching the replay, thanks so much 
And if you enjoy it, please do consider subscribing as we sure. come forward to 3K. Running back-wise, Chubb, nice, solid day. 26 carries, 116 yards, and the score. Ho-hum, the guy's the best running back in the league. So fun to watch. Nice day for Chubb against a good run D. Brian Robinson had probably his best his game best, yep. in the NFL uh, in his career. 18 rushes, 105 yards. He also was targeted three times, caught two for 20, and he scored a touchdown. And probably more importantly, he was wearing a really big hat in the locker room afterwards, <laughs> which uh, he says he knows a guy, so... I kind of need one. <laughs> I kind of need one. Kind of, I, it's one of those things. It's like a created need. Um, I never thought I needed one before, but now that I've seen it, I kind of got to have it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I love it. Definitely fills the need once you know it exists. You got to get one. And, and the big part there, too, is Gibson. Only nine carries, 32 yards, did have three catches for 22. But it seemed like he was separating last week, had by far the dominant out carried him by over nine last week. Looked like Gibson had finally separated, but nope. Uh, at this point, Robinson, 30 of the snaps, 26 for Gibson, 18 carries, just nine. Uh, and similar route share, not even that crazy separation, both seeing three targets. It definitely was the best day for Robinson. I also thought eyeball test-wise, he looked more explosive. Yeah. It makes sense. He's getting his legs under him after a catastrophic After event. being shot in the legs. Yeah, but it just definitely goes to show this backfield could be tough to project each and every week. If one week it's Gibson, the next it's Robinson. Who knows if anyone will clearly separate, but... Whoever's the leader each week is getting it done. It just is alternating who that's going to be. Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Do you talk yeah. about Deontay Foreman? Speaking of a backfield where people are getting uh, maybe one of the guys getting too many carries. Deontay Foreman, 24 rushes, 113 yards uh, against the Broncos, who have a pretty stout defense, you have to admit. Um, Chuba Hubbard, unfortunately, also had 17 carries yeah. at 65 yards. So obviously Foreman far more productive. But, I mean, you're talking about basically a, a 60-40 split there. Don't love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And it's only going to work when it's a huge, I mean, 41 carries combined today. That's not going to be a possibility every week. You don't face the shitty Broncos every week. So it's good to see Foreman. Again, when he gets used, he crushes it. But definitely annoying that Hubbard was involved as much as he was. Gus Edwards, solid return to the field. 16 carries, 52 yards, and a score. Not a monster stat day. But the big thing was Drake was pretty much non-existent. Uh, he only saw two carries, one target, yeah. compared to just, compared to, again, the 16 for Edwards. Edwards playing 36 snaps, compared to just 18 for Drake. And again, the workload discrepancy was so big between these guys. Edwards getting that touchdown as well, that ever valuable uh, goal line work. Plus, they have the easiest fantasy playoff schedule for the running backs. So, Gus Edwards in a good spot here, dropping a lot of leagues right around 50% right now. Go check your waiver wire. Gus would be a huge pickup at this point. Rashad White filling in for uh, Lean Lenny Fournette. Um, he was okay. Like, he rushed 14 times, 64 yards. So that was nothing to get too excited about. He did catch all nine of his targets uh, for 45 mm -hmm. yards, which volume-wise, that's pretty nice. It's not like he broke anything. But, uh, you know, he, he filled in admirably well. I'm not sure that this is going to keep him the job or anything like that if, if and when Lenny comes back. What do you think? I liked it. I mean, it wasn't, like you said, insane efficiency, but the fact that he played 62 of 69 snaps, yeah, pretty yeah. much an every down horse, all the third down and two minute work, uh, most of the red zone and goal line work looked really, really like decent. I, I agree with you. He didn't pop off the page, but showed he could handle all the work. Gio Bernard was activated today and didn't even sniff the field. So good to know Rashad White, if and when Fournette's out, is a true three down back. It's not going to be this timeshare. And I think he'll only continue to see that elevated. I thought it was a solid effort. I'm pretty encouraged by the uh, the underlying usage here. Even Gio Bernard's presence anywhere is so annoying. It, it always is, right? Remember Joe Mixon? It's just like, you know, that's that one thing keeping him from being a bonafide running back one top five guy. Like, 
This so guy, this guy's gonna sneak in and get a couple passes or what? Anyway, couple touchdowns. Like, I digress. Yeah. It's so true. Uh, speaking of the Bengals' backfield, Samaje Pirine, similar to Rashad White, was the every down back. Fifty six of the seventy snaps going to Pirine. He had seventeen carries, fifty eight yards, and a touchdown. Also thirty five yards and a, uh, four catches through the air. So solid usage. That was again seventeen carries and finished third on the team in targets. So usage wise, everything you'd want to see from Pirine. Found the end zone as well. So solid, productive day for the fill-in here. Latavius Murray dominating yeah. the Broncos' backfield. There's not too much good to say about the Broncos, but he had no. a pretty good game. He rushed 13 times, 92 yards. That's a little over seven yards a clip. That's not too bad. Um, got more carries than Marlon Mack by quite a lot. Which yeah, 13 to 2. <laughs> 13 to 2. I mean, not not a ton of carries. I mean, I guess they got down kind of early, and they were like, they were like, oh, we're going to just let Russ cook. Uh, yeah. And Russ could only get the oven up to like 60 degrees. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, you know, Murray looked pretty good. We got Melvin Gordon, of course, gone. Chase Edmond is now on IR. So uh, I guess he's the guy if, if you care about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is similar to the other guys you're talking about. It's like it wasn't huge, huge statistics, but 49 of 60 snaps. Like very rare that we have these every down backs. And we just had three of them today. So hopefully it continues that way. They they kept saying, Marlon Mack, going to be big, like big involvement today. Nothing. Uh, so really rough there. Uh, other than that, in terms of 4 p.m., guys, we saw Jacobs, we already talked about, complete animal, the stud of the week. But James Conner having himself a nice day against the Chargers, uh, ultimately finished with, I just pulled up the, the box scores here, 118 yards on 25 carries. Keontae Ingram saw two carries. That was the only other back to even step on the field. I'm pretty sure it was about 97% of the snaps went to Conner, at least by the eyeball, eyeball test. He also caught a touchdown. 20 yards on three catches. Yeah. He's, he's just back into that locked-in RB1 mode, which is good to see there. In terms of the Chiefs, it's also nice to see Pacheco getting 22 carries, 69 yards, wasn't overly efficient, but he did get the red zone work, even with Ronald Jones activated. Yeah. Pacheco was the guy at the stripe. He converted one touchdown, probably should have had two, but good to see Pacheco having that involvement, maintaining it. In terms of the, the uh, Rams backfield from 4 o'clock, 11 carries to Kyron compared to 8 for Cam Akers. He was definitely Kyron, the preferred guy in those situations. Two down, you know, two minute offense, third down. He had three catches for 25 yards as well. Definitely, I don't have the final snap counts quite yet, but I'd, I'd say it was probably 60, 65 percent Kyron just by eyeballing it. Um, and then the I reserve the right, yeah. by the way, for the rest of the season. Every show we do, every Sunday recap show we do, when we got a few left before the end of the year, I reserve the right to say at least one time. Can you fucking believe how bad the Rams are? <laughs> Say it every single time. They're horrible. I'm just gonna we, just lead the. I'm just like my name's Nat the Truth Jones. Can you believe how fucking bad the Rams <laughs> yeah. are? They're they are so terrible, so abysmal. Um, the last backfield note that I had from from across these was Christian McCaffrey. 11 carries, 32 yards. Oh, that's just about what bad. he's been averaging a carry like since he's been with them, right? Isn't he like a so three yard bad. carry guy? Yeah, kind of exactly. makes you wish uh, Jeff Wilson was back, huh? He had that huge monster. You caught one. Uh, threw one and then uh, ran one in day. Ever since then, it's yep. been really, really mediocre. Mitchell did get hurt, so maybe the path will be clear. But even after that, Jordan Mason got four carries and was mixing in a bunch. So I don't know what this is with McCaffrey. He's still obviously a running back one, but he's definitely not on that like level with Eckler, with you know the the clear cut, the Jacobs. I'd rather have Josh Jacobs probably at this point than Christian McCaffrey. Of course you would. Which is nuts. Which is absolutely nuts. Uh, but, man, yeah, it's just disappointing. Four catches, 17 yards, really inefficient, not a ton of work. I don't know what's going on there, uh, but definitely a, a down for me, a negative uh, for the running back position. 
Wide well, receiver. Speak, speaking of wide receiver, you want to talk oh, about more, you, you want to talk ones. about horrible running backs because I got a few yeah. horrible running backs. We can oh talk yeah, about. we do have a few more bad ones. You're right. Uh, real quick, I'll just rattle off some horrible running back stat yes. lines for you. Damian Pierce, five rushes for eight yards, <laughs> but he did add three catches for another eight yards. Um, Fourteen carries for fifteen yards across his last two games. How bad yeah. is that? Well, wow. it's, over, it's over a yard a carry. Um, <laughs> Kareem Hunt, in contrast to how good Nick Chubb was, Kareem Hunt was pretty much unplayed. We had like 15 yards. He had like three fantasy points. I don't have his exact stat line in front of me, but it was it was atrocious. And I did not see this guy's final stat line, but when I stopped watching the game to come down and do this, um, Alvin Kamara, you know, if we if we had a dud of the week, it might be him. He Seven for awful. 13 on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and he fumbled. He fumbled. Don't fumbled forget, as he, well. He, did, he also fumbled. Six <laughs> catches for a whopping 37. No scores. Man, he... He's awful. He sucks this year. I mean, it's bad. He just doesn't. Yeah, look I'm like glad I landed bad. him on both of my teams. That was I bad. know. I was so convinced on him. I, he's just not the same player anymore, right? Like, is it an injury? I don't know. What I is. don't know if it's him or the team or, or, or both. It's a, mix. I, it's a mix. I don't know, but I mean, I hate that he's in my lineup every week. Yeah, I mean, he's, brutal. Your second rounder. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we talked well, – let's go wide receivers. We talked about a few of these guys, but a guy we hadn't mentioned yet is T. Higgins, seven catches on nine targets for a buck 14 and a touchdown. He's really good, man. He's just an alpha, yeah. No Jamar Chase, no problem. He shouldered the offense, as we all knew he could. D.J. Moore, as we mentioned, 103 yards and a touchdown. He's legit good with any – literally anyone other than Baker Mayfield. He's that good. Uh, so it's great to see him, 64 of the 66 snaps, running all the routes, six targets. Not huge, but – Big day for him to just, again, reemphasize. He can get it done with anybody other than Baker. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Traylon Burks, I wouldn't yeah. ordinarily think that this was noteworthy, except that he's only 51% rostered, and so it is worthwhile to mention. He did have six targets, caught four of them, 70 yards, uh, and the Titans lost to the Bengals. He's only half-owned. Uh, that's a decent stat line for a guy that there's a 50-50 chance of just sitting on your waiver wire. Yeah, he fell on a fumble in the end zone, too, so he got a touchdown on the day. Yeah. Uh, ultimately now setting, you know, 111 yards last week. Probably not now, banking on that every week, but yeah. No, no, definitely not. Uh, but still, good to see a playmaker. He ran 30 of the uh, 35 routes, so the second-most routes on the team. Good to see him as highly involved. Another 12-target day for Amari Cooper. Seven catches, 94 yards, barely missing a touchdown at the end. To be outdone by Zay Jones. I know, right? Target hog, 14 targets, 11 catches, 145. I feel like a prick because I forget who it is, and maybe they're tuned in right now. Feel free to send us a middle finger. But somebody asked, like, Zay Jones or is like Zay Jones or Debo or like Zay Jones or uh, I think Marquise Brown, maybe. I do remember and that. Me, yeah. me and CJ just scoffed. We're like, oh, no, like, you, come on, you know, Zay Jones, really? And like, look at the clearly this guy had some real foresight whoever asked that one so my apologies in advance i forget who you were but man what a monster day for zay jones huge no huge production his best as a pro uh he's good i mean he's a player yeah he is uh and he was a much bigger player than mike evans who i already mentioned two yeah. catches on nine targets 31 yards um for the terrible buccaneers right now although they're not as terrible as the rams um, well, also Drake London, terrible game, oh. targeted four times, caught two for 29 yards. Remember when we thought he was going to be good for a little while? Yeah, I mean, he's um, a good player. He's just I mean, he's a good player, out. but he's doing Locking he's out. doing yeah. nothing at all. Um, uh, keeping with the terrible stat lines, Jahan Dotson, no catches. Terry no yeah. McLaurin had four catches on six targets for 48 in Washington's lead. And we, we kind of continue on that Washington trend. Curtis Samuel was not even targeted. He did have like a couple rushes. It was bad. Yeah, he had four carries, but he's droppable at this point. No oh, yeah. to hang on to Curtis Samuel. And yeah, McLaurin, 
it's one of those things where like you always hear McLaurin another twenty seven percent target share when your team throws it like eight times twenty four. Right. It's like yeah, he got two of them. Can only get me so hard at this point. <laughs> like I get it, he's definitely the preferred guy for Heineke. It's just such low quality volume and such low volume too. It's an, it's a bad aerial pie. So I don't really care at this point that he has a thirty percent slice. What's like the it. equivalent of the Washington aerial pie like as far as regular like actual pies? What sucks? What's like a shitty pie? I mean, what's a bad pie? A rhubarb pie? Like, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. bro- broccoli? Like, in, ugh, yeah, like, like a, you know, yeah, some sort of like vegetable pie. Yeah, a veggie pie for sure. Tyler Boyd, very disappointing with no Jamar Chase, four targets, two catches, 16 yards, back to back dud weeks after last week, only 40 yards on two catches. Even worse this week in People's Jones. Four targets, two catches. Same exact stat yards. line as Tyler. Same Boyd. exact shitty stat line. <laughs> uh, after he had been just a monster, so not even monster, just consistent high floor. You knew what you were getting. Uh, really, really tough to see from him. Uh, 4 p.m. wise, I'm trying to think of like there wasn't too too much that stood out. Uh, the one thing was with the Chiefs. I feel like Juju. He was active, but was he? He had three targets, 38 yards. He wasn't that uh, active. Three catches. Like I don't know. Just, I, I was expecting a whole lot more after he had 25, 25, and 18 points before getting hurt. Seemed like he was really separating there. So this was concerning. Um, Van Jefferson did catch a touchdown for the Rams as well, 29 yards and a score. Other than that, there's really nothing for the Saints. You know, Olave, 62 yards, five catches, not great, but gets the job done. Similar like Ayuk, five catches, 65. Debo, though, three for 43. That was pretty weak. Then two carries for zero yards. Yeah, that's pretty weak. <laughs> Pretty weak. Remember, you know, we, we were we said like we would sell Debo when he happened. came back. I yep. mean, the, so far that has borne out to be true. I would yes. say, yes, a hundred percent. We were not really big on him, anyways. And last but not, and least, again, I, I always have to say this: I love Debo, but I just it didn't seem like he was going to put up the numbers in, for the price he went for in your auctions and stuff like that. Right. No good. Did you did you catch how many uh, receptions DK Metcalf had today? No, I mean. 11 <laughs> target hog baby really yes 11 guys i love yes so you just love to see that type of usage for an absolute monster you only put up 90 yards on them but still just, still though he, i mean they were big body catches too just like just give me the ball i'm going to convert these first downs for you he had a great day uh, 11 for 90 and, and lock it as well 68 for a touchdown so okay. not a bad day for the boys at the office there all right, tight ends. Uh, low bar for for solid tight end performances today. Although you did text me at one point and say, you know, when am I going to realize I need to take Kelsey number one overall? Seriously. You want, you want to start with him? I mean, what, I think he only ended up with, like, what, 16 a touchdown, which for only for that tight end, it's true. Yeah, but that's a better stat line than anybody else on this list. If you put him at receiver, he'd be third in terms of overall fantasy points at the hardest position to find anything. Every year it ends – I put Kelsey at number one on my big board at the end of the season. Then I'm you just talk like, your way out of it because you're like, that's I, ridiculous. I can't. Yeah, exactly. I never can end up pulling the trigger. And then by the end of the year, I'm always like, why the hell do I not just have Kelsey right. on every single one of you my teams? You can set your watch. You can set your clock. You're, you're se- texting me sometime in week 12 being like, why didn't I follow uh, through? I'm right here. Siri, remind me on June 20th, 2023 to take Travis Kelsey first overall. Right, Siri's going to like, uh, who knows what Siri heard there. <laughs> who knows what reminder you're going to get. <laughs> Take Travis Kelsey first overall. There we go. Okay. All righty. All right, so well, compare that, to, compare that to the other uh, stat lines that were positive. Hayden Hurst uh, yeah. n- targeted nine times, caught six, 57 yards, whatever. 
um, yeah, with with, with Chase out, you know, I mean, maybe he's going to see like a slightly higher bulk of the targets until that changes. And also David Njoku was targeted eight times, five catches, 29 yards and a touchdown played the lion's share of the snaps, of course. But yeah, I mean, Kelsey had a better stat line than either of those guys. <laughs> I know it, it, it was rough. Uh, otherwise, on the only real big tight end games came on Thanksgiving, where like Dalton Schultz had yep. a big one. Hunter Henry was the Hawkinson was pretty scorer. good too. Uh, Foster Moreau did score today, thirty nine percent rostered, just to fill in for Darren Waller. He's been okay finding the end zone twice in his last three weeks, so he's okay. But like Jordan Akins was the next highest tight end, so it really was just a really really bad tight end day here. Uh, the, the next closest was Tyler Conklin with 6.5. I mean, yeah, idiot, just a hideous, hideous day for the tight end position. So that's, again, why Travis Kelsey should be going number one overall. The worst of the worst for tight end. Cole Komet, three for 27. Not even quite as bad as Mike Gusecki without a catch on his only target. And Greg Dolchik's. I keep telling you guys, I'm done with him. Cut him. No reason to have him. Hopefully you finally listen. Two catches, 11 yards. Just a disgusting day for him. All righty. Let's we did have a few notable guys. injuries, and then we'll get he into did. the early waiver wire. Travis Etienne had, uh, you know, I think he maybe had like two carries for three yards, and then he had a foot injury, and he never came back. So, hope he's okay. Yeah, they did tweet out our friend of the pod, John Shipley, he came on in the summer to chat jags with us. Yep. He did say when he asked Travis Etienne after the game how he was feeling, he said, we'll be straight for next week. So, it does sound like it's nothing overly serious. Uh, we'll talk about Jamichael Casey, Hasty though, coming in and putting up some nice numbers in his absence. Chase Claypool did leave the Bears' Week 12 game against the Jets. He was having himself actually a pretty good day. Five targets. I believe he hauled all of them up. Was going up and, uh, oh, no, two of five catches for 51 yards. Uh, but making some big boy catches. The big injury that might have some waiver wire takeaways. We'll dive into a little deeper in a bit. But Michael Carter, ankle, left the game, did not come back. And the backfield, surprisingly, got turned over to Zonovan Knight, a rookie. We'll talk about him in the waiver wire in just a little bit. Elijah Mitchell exited week 12 against the Saints mm. with a knee injury and he did not come back he uh did get put up to questionable but then never came back after that and unfortunately we've just seen that too many times in Elijah Mitchell's career because yeah. we both really like him as a talent we think he plays super hard but man he just does not seem to stay healthy he doesn't he had that nice touchdown that got called back to yep it was like he just right as he gets going boom another injury to the guy poor as you said plays too hard almost like too hard is how he plays Darnell Mooney Left the game. He had to get helped off. He could not put any weight on his ankle. Did not look good. Did not show a good rapport with Simeon before leaving either. Jeff Wilson, did you see that play? It was so weird when they yeah. like, were dragging, like Tyreek was like dragging him off. And then yeah. he ended up coming back in the game. So I don't know if it was cramps. He seemed like he was laughing while it was happening. Weird stuff. I, I, that was odd. Yeah. I, I, I was just uncomfortable the whole time watching yeah. that. I had no idea what was going on. I was also uncomfortable. Also, the Dolphins uh, left uh, tackle Terrence Armstead a as a pec string and is going to miss some time. Yeah, that's brutal. And the right tackle Tristan Wirfs is also going to be out for yeah. the Bucks. So that Def was tough. Um, Definitely, my my favorite story injury. is not yeah. not really injury related, <laughs> although co like kind of emerging in and out of consciousness, I guess, is an injury. Or it could be. I didn't know where else to put this. But unfortunately, <laughs> you know, this this didn't happen on the field. It was on a plane. Uh, plane he was asked to leave and that of course is Odell Beckham uh, managing to stay in the news um, he was yeah. kicked off a flight from Miami to LA and you know you read the story it's pretty weird <laughs> very, very strange story uh, who knows what's going on he's supposedly visiting the Cowboys and the Giants this week plus a visit with the Bills scheduled for the weekend so I keep preaching hold on to him he's such an elite talent but when shit like this is happening it's getting harder and harder to reserve the bench space for him 
I'm going to give it another two weeks. And then by the fantasy playoffs, he still hasn't signed. Like, he was supposed to be back and active by now. It's getting really, really. kind of like Antonio Brownie's story. A little bit there. I mean, not quite. Maybe not quite as not quite as bad, but just like it's weird. Like it doesn't happen to like what if if something like this happened to like say Cooper Cup, you would be like, that's the strange, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. With OBJ, you're like, "Eh, that's just kind of (laughs) weird. Matthew Stafford just dragging him out of like (laughs) too many too many eggs, just like oh, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Too many eggs. What the fuck? Too many eggs. Too many glasses of milk. Too many glasses of milk. All righty. Let's hit the early week uh, week waiver wire. The guy who's my number one pickup last week. And just as a reminder, I'll go more in depth into all of this on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. But this is just our rapid reaction waiver wire guys that seem to pop and are out there in over 50% of the uh, leagues. And quick thumbs up button if you enjoy the content. Yeah, please. While you're it. Would be so greatly appreciated. But Traylon Burks, 51% rostered. Last call on him. As mentioned, 70 yards, four catches. He fell on a fumble as well from Derrick Henry on a 69-yard catch by him. But just a playmaker running the most routes he's run yet, second most on the team. So he's emerging as a near every down player. And similar to Christian Watson, all we need is a shot for some of these talented rookies. They finally get it. They sometimes will often blow up down the stretch. And their schedule is not too shabby down the stretch. Tough matchup with the Eagles next week. But after that, it's looking pretty green. So I like Traylon Burks would probably again be the number one pickup this week. And the aforementioned Zay Jones, Ooh, only yeah. 24% owned, uh, you made you guys eat a little bit of crow, caught 11 out of 14 targets for a buck 45. I mean, if that's any sort of even remotely typical game for this guy, you should pick him up immediately. And this is his fourth time seeing double digit targets. That kind of blew my mind. He's had 11, 10, 10, and now 14 target days on the year, mixing a handful of nine and eight target days. It's not like this came out of completely nowhere. Zay Jones has been really involved. This was obviously his best game of the season and his career, though. So good to see him. And if Trevor Lawrence is truly taking that next step, some of those throws to Zay Jones in particular were some next-level, like, chemistry-level throws. We also talked about Mike White and how he was probably the biggest overall storyline, how much he's going to unlock for these Jets, especially Garrett Wilson. But he himself, 315 yards, three touchdowns. Remember, last year he had a 400-yard Four touchdown day. The guy just is competent at minimum, but I think it's a really good scheme when anybody else has been in there other than Joe, uh, other than Zach Wilson. They put up pretty big numbers, so I really like Mike White as a potential streamer down the stretch. A very easy schedule too for the Jets moving forward here. So big news for all their receivers. That also includes Elijah Moore too. He's only twenty three percent rostered at this point. He had sixty four yards and a touchdown. All he might need is a QB to unlock him, uh, get back to after leading the team in yards and touchdowns last year. He could be right back there. So good to see Mike White bringing this love. You might as well continue with the Jets theme and talk about their backfield because you got a couple guys in there also. So true. What do you think about yeah. them? Yeah. So Michael Carter did get hurt. We'll see how serious it is. It was an ankle injury. Uh, unclear yet what the severity is. But the big thing there was James Robinson was a healthy scratch today. And obviously, we'd think he'd be the next man up. But that suggests he's no higher than fourth on the depth chart. So looking at where did the carries go? What happened in his stead? Ty Johnson did maintain that third down back roll. He had an explosive run, too. So five carries, 62 yards, and a score. He's 1% rostered and definitely looks like he'll be involved with a quarterback that loves to pepper his running backs. But the other guy, the one that was really surprising, was Zonovan Knight getting 14 carries. I mean, 14. 0% owned, folks. 0% rostered. Uh, now getting 69 yards on the ground. Had three catches for 34 yards. It, nobody even really knew that he this, who this guy was, but he was active ahead of James Robinson. And in his first ever action, I mean, he was looking 
pretty damn good every time he touched the rock. I'm like, damn, this kid actually looks really solid. So Knight might be the guy that you end up going after. Definitely think you want to check out Ty Johnson, though, for the receiving upside. And then maybe James Robinson does reemerge here. Uh, but again, Ty Johnson, 10 of 11, third down snaps. Zonovan Knight, though, was in uh, for 30 snaps after Michael Carter left 30 of the, uh, I believe it was 45 snaps without Michael Carter on the field. So that's no joke. Over half the snaps went to him. Uh, so keep Zonovan Knight as somebody up, uh, in your wave wire radar for sure. A guy that has been up and down like crazy. We had extremely high hopes for Isaiah McKenzie. He's 33% owned. Yeah. I uh, had a great Thanksgiving. Six catches, 10 targets, 96 yards, and a touchdown, all while sitting on my bench. Because <laughs> why the hell would you play him? I don't think um, anybody that had him would have played him. Uh, but because the week before, he was a 40% snap player. This week, he was right close to 75. So if we just knew he was going to be a 75% snap player each and every week, now we could feel comfortable starting him. I still, even after this blow up, have my hesitancy, but I certainly the think the Bills are weird, fine. man. They are weird. Like they're explosive and yet they suck sometimes. <laughs> Allen has been under throwing like balls like a, a lot. It's like, I don't know. He's, yeah. he's great, obviously. He's fun to pull for, but he has been a little off target a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the last two waiver guys we have down here Van Jefferson, 23% rostered, three catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. There's injuries all around him, but it looks like he might be the number one receiver. Don't be shocked if they shut down. We already know Cooper Cup unlikely to come back. Maybe even Allen Robinson. They're probably like, why even bother with this guy? So maybe Van emerges as the number one weapon there down the stretch. And then Josh Kelly didn't do much, but was back, made a healthy scratch out of Sony Michelle, was playing again ahead of Isaiah Spiller. So if we're looking for that handcuff, that valuable guy, that if something happens to the, the a man, Austin Eckler, I just absolutely love the guy. But if something happens, we saw Justin Jackson be the running back one last year in fill and duty. It seems like Josh Kelly is right back into that clear cut number two role. So he warrants some more uh, wave wire consideration as well. Great job, man. We rolled right through that. that was there really we good. go. That was good. show. I know. That was People solid, man. And here well, we go. Like, uh, no. Getting all the way through it. So yeah, truth. I know you said you got to get. No, running, let's so. let's. It's a short. It's a small mailbag. So let's let's. Let's just do it. Although we do have to talk to Dave, of course. Oh, yeah. We got our, our Colin, as always, the legend himself, Mr. Campanelli. How are we doing, brothers? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? What's very up? good. Very so good. So I am pitching the idea after speaking to CJ all day. He needs his own spinoff of soccer. <laughs> we need a CJ soccer podcast. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm be all the about it. The next yeah. venture of Roto Street after we launch you to the moon. <laughs> that's the next i would i would host that with him i'm a big I soccer would, fan also. i would go nuts with premier league and if you get into the fantasy part of it holy crap i think <laughs> i love premier league awesome deal so Let the boys go the question i have is truth yeah we need an honest answer okay oh was it over under 12 and a half beer it was way under, under. It was like oh. seven, it was it was like seven or eight. You you cost us all so much money. I know the the, the big board in Vegas was Vegas lighting is, up. Vegas is laughing at us all well, right now. <laughs> the we problem just, is, and and this is this is kind of like you know really getting deep into the weeds on some of these like you know quarterback stats like between day and night games or Monday night or whatever. Well, you know, the more you know me, I don't usually drink during the day. Um, it's usually not till my kids are in bed. So I'm dealing with a semi-limited window. Like if I were starting at noon, I probably would have smashed it, but I probably started at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's late. 
the wolf pack just all paid for wolf's wedding basically so <laughs> we had thanks. some great super chats today oh yeah we had, thanks, we had, thanks we had, truth yeah, of course. <laughs> keep it up guys thank you have a great one like comment subscribe share launch it to the moon let's go boys you're a legend Campanelli. thanks for calling in as always, brother, I know. It's funny because when he, I was like, if Truth was doing the show with me right now on Thanksgiving, I was like, I guarantee he smashes the over because I get him to crack one. No, I would have. Then it's yeah. flowing and, and Truth goes nuts. But I, I, that's what I said. I said that under might be the smart play, given that you might be starting off a little bit lower. <laughs> right. I had to start. I started really late. I was like, my my wife uh, was at this run. You know, I wasn't like where I needed to be. And then, and then I had to like help her like, with food and stuff, I just wasn't able to get tanked yeah. all day long. But I did enjoy getting uh, a little. I was gonna tanked. say this tastes good. <laughs> yeah, it did. But now I'm I'm back off again for for another month. So really, just one day, and now you're off. No, no, no. I went I went several days over the break. <laughs> um, but but now now I'm gonna ride it till Christmas break. So about you know 27, you go, 28 man. days off. I'm trying to I'm trying to shed those last few pounds. There you go. I respect it. All right, appreciate it. Um, Tunes, uh, he's up 133 and change to 131 and change. He's got JT. I have Watson and Pickens. I uh, said someone smacked the phone. <laughs> oh, it's kiddo, yeah, smacking the phone out of his hand. Man, that's going to be a close battle. It's only a two point lead. You know me, I love my Christian Watson, but he could disappear at any moment. As could Pickens, the rookie receivers. So that's the risk with them. But if I had to bet on it, I would bet on you and those two outscoring JT with the two-point lead as well for you. Yep, but agree. it's gonna it's gonna come down to the wire. That's gonna be a good one. So best of luck, tunes. Yeah, I man, pulling for you, Chris. Man, up forty points. Both of us have one player to go. Aaron Jones versus Devontae Smith. Thanks, RSJ, for the advice and conversations. Yeah, you're gonna win that one. I, I like your spot a lot, Chris. And well done for sure. Rushing yard one by one point. Great hey. job, buddy. That's the good card. Rushing yard was. Andrew. He elaborates on that a little later, uh, so yeah. we'll, we'll get to him. Awesome um, rushing yard. I'm I'm so pumped to hear that though. But that's the good karma. You were answering questions for people all day in the chat, and there it is. I love to see it. You got the win. TMC killed me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the dot of the week. It's just a weird roll, and he does not look that good. I don't know. I know. Chris Genova. I got Hertz, Jones, and Campbell in my lineup. Projected win by two. You guys think I should keep Paris Campbell in or out? Uh, or out and Christian Watson, unfortunately, is probably past kickoff now. Uh, yeah. If it's already, I, I'm sorry, Chris. Wish I had seen this one. We should have said at the top. We don't. Typically get the sit starts for Sunday unless you get us a, a super chat, not to force you guys to pass it. Just we have a lot to recap. And then, you know, it's typically by kickoff. It's already gone off. So my fault, Chris, I probably, just to give you the honest advice, would have said go Christian Watson. Um, the safer play is Campbell. He definitely has a sure target share. But I would have, I like the upside of Christian Watson myself. I would have said him. What about you, Truth? I also would have definitely gone Christian Watson. Yeah, it's been a big day for rookie receivers. I want to kind of keep riding that. Uh, Five-game win streak, teams eight and four, two at Chubb, Henry Ooh, Cook, yeah. Hopkins, C.D., Schultz, Benches, Murray, Burks, Collins. How should I be feeling? Well, as a guy who's like uh, three and eight in, in one of my leagues, I'd feel pretty good being eight and four. <laughs> I think it's eight and four. It's a good roster top to bottom. Nice upside bench options there. Caden, the Colts fan, looking pretty solid. I like it. New, new fan out there, too. So, reminder, anybody new out there, if you enjoy yeah. what you're hearing, please do. Consider not only liking, but also subbing. Coming back for more. We answer your questions four times a week. Love chatting ball with you guys. Jacob's got Tim up to 185 points. Great job. Tim, Tim was very active today. I love to see that, Tim. Monster, monster day for the squad. What's up, boys? Big W yeah. here from Benny Jennings, Philly's own. Big, Let's go, big Birds. Game, big game for the Birds tonight. 
Um, Daniel Holland, uh, Holland traded JT for Jacobs weeks ago. <laughs> Loving the payoff. That's awesome, dude. I know. Now that even JT's rolling, Jacobs is still like, no, nah, JT's going to look good, but I'm still going to be better. Man, he's an absolute monster. I remember when you made that deal, Allen. Robert, yeah, I know. Robert Moreno snatched more off the waiver wire this morning uh, after putting Rondell more on my IR. Once Rondell comes back, which more is a keeper? Is it too early to say? I think it's too early to say, Robert, but definitely good to see Elijah Moore. Best day of the year with a good quarterback change. Could definitely see him continue to take off. My guess is Rondale will be the more valuable one. But if we see a couple weeks in a row here with Elijah going off, uh, definitely worth noting. I love the talent. It's just a matter of who's around him. Uh, Magic Mike with Elijah Mitchell getting hurt again. Would you recommend dropping him and maybe stashing a handcuff running back like Gainwell or Deion Jackson? Keep up the great work, fellas. Thanks. It's so tough to know because it it was a knee injury. It didn't come back. But if it's just like a one-week thing, I'd rather have Eli Mitchell. And it's not like Gainwell or Jackson are that. I'm yeah, sorry. neither one of them moves the needle for me. So if you're talking about those guys specifically, I'd rather have Mitchell, I think. Yeah, I'd wait it out and just see the news. And then obviously if something happens with Mitchell, yeah, you cut him. But I don't think either of those guys are worth jumping on right now. Roth Tiberius Kane, my favorite name uh, that follows us. Need Watson. Yeah, to go Come on, Christian. That's right. I want Christian too. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Kyrie yeah. says up. 125, 119. He has the Philly kicker and defense, so I have a chance. Uh, you're probably in trouble. Dude. That's not good. I mean, yeah. if they're all touchdowns and then Rodgers. Yeah, but also them. they need to get lit up. I mean, like Aaron Rodgers needs to throw like and 400 Rogers, yards. I, and I have no faith in that. And he's got a like fractured thumb or something. Yeah, you're going to need the kicker to get hurt and like Rodgers to have a big day. I, you don't have much of a chance, Kyrie. I hope so. Great no, sorry, but pulling for you. Pulling for you, but yeah, six points combined for a defense and a kicker. That's not a tall ask. I think you're I think you're screwed. But best of luck. I hope you Doug get it. Doug Jones started Alave, Palmer, and Kamara over DJ Moore and Garrett Wilson. I'm sorry to hear that, bud. Oh, oh. I mean, I I would have done all of them, and you might have added. I don't remember seeing this morning, Doug, but if it makes you feel any better, I would have played all three of those guys over the other two. I wasn't even thinking about DJ Moore. I was actually higher on Garrett Wilson than most. I had plus seven ECR this week. So he was on the radar, and I still would have recommended any of those three ahead of him. So, yeah. Giuseppe says, typical drop Henderson, Etienne gets hurt. I don't <laughs> care. I have Barkley, Kamara, Stevenson, and White, nine and yeah. three, baby. Uh, except for Kamara, I think that's great. Yes, yes. Rushing um, yard, okay. one by one point, thanks to you guys this Good week. Start. By saying Alave over Marquise Brown, Alave at 11, Brown had 10. Uh, oh, awesome, dude. It came down to the wire. I love when it comes through in rushing yard. You're an absolute legend. Great to and see. Like, like the video, guys. Nice. Yes. Uh, Daniel says, I know it's early, but are we playing Watson his first week back? Other QB options are Cousins versus the Jets or Jimmy G versus Miami. I feel like I might go Watson against his old team, against Houston. Maybe he just goes and destroys them. Um, yeah, we'll figure terrible. it out next week. But uh, Jimmy G against Miami intrigues me a bit, too, just because they could turn that into a track meet, and he's got all the weapons that he needs. So that could be interesting. Wolf, wow, it's too late. Wolf, quick, late, Alan Lazard yeah. tonight or Paris Campbell tomorrow. I'm up 16. Uh, J-Mo, sorry I missed it. I would have probably gone Alan Lazard, but, uh, I mean, I don't love either. But Yeah, I don't on. either. Game time, crack, nice. <laughs> if nobody likes the sound of the cracking beer can better than right. Denny, and I love it. We already it. answered this one. Oh, Curry. yeah, yeah. Not um, much of a chance. Robert Moreno loves his Premier League. We should talk sometime. I've been watching a ton of it this year, and it's made the World Cup a lot more fun because I know so many of the players now. Yeah, you and CJ can chat that all day. I have zero interest. I'd be happy to listen it's to It's one of the that. sports that I can that I can watch with my wife, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. She really enjoys it, and so that counts for a lot. Like, she's not mm. – she would rather die than watch an NFL game with me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sarah Riley, should we be concerned with the Etienne injury? Whatever happened with Jeff Wilson? We don't know as far as Jeff Wilson. 
Wilson goes, it was weird as hell. Weird. Um, <laughs> Etienne says he's going to be ready to go next week. So yeah, so I wouldn't be overly worried. Um, I, I don't think we even covered him in the waiver wire, but I do think Jermichael Hasty should be considered as a pickup as well, just in case he had 92 yards of touchdown plus seven catches on the day. So workhorse Jermichael Hasty. If there is no Etienne for any time, it seemed like he's the clear cut handcuff here. Danny Jennings, my over under is 15 and a half. I'm already four in and a shot at tequila. I'm pulling for you. For the Eagles Danny. game? Oh, I mean, it's an Eagles game. He's, he's going to uh, at least two drinks a quarter, I would say. Yeah. For Danny. I love that uh, Christian helping answer out Jack's questions, which knew we were a little bit tied up before we could get there. So yeah. hopefully you did see that. I would have gone Lazard over Campbell, but it is close, too. Um, uh, and yeah. I blame CMC. A couple sure people blaming CMC, and I, I have no bailout. I don't know what the hell happened there. Is Rashad White a must-start going forward? Also, I lost him to score 155. Um, must-start, that's that's maybe a, a bit much. But, I mean, while he's the starting running back, I mean, it depends what your options are. I, I could, He's a reasonable start, definitely. Yeah, I, especially when Fournette comes back, it'll be a little interesting to see. But as long as Fournette's out, again, 62 of 69 snaps, that's no joke and a good off. Like, I know it's been an underwhelming offense, but it's still one of the top half in the league. Um, especially for in terms of running back volume and the way Brady used them in the past game. So I think he's absolutely a must-start going forward. Anytime for that's out, we'll have to wait and see and, and how involved are that, how much of a split is it. But definitely in every down bell cow when he's out, definitely in my lineups moving forward. Last but not Thanks. least, two thumbs up on the truths. Alcohol willpower. Impressive. Thank it you. Is impressive. I appreciate it. I'll give Appreciate you. Some, I'm impressed. I wish I had that willpower. One of these days, I'll take a month off and see uh, see how it feels. But it was pretty easy after the first couple days, but then when I started getting close to when I knew I was allowed to drink again, then like the last couple of days were really tough. Yeah, yeah. The I middle, guess. the middle forty weren't too bad. <laughs> the last three were just a sweat. They were, that was tough, man. The last three because I was like, ah, I should just stop a day early and just yeah drink it oh, until yeah. I pass out, you know. Uh, exactly oh man <laughs> i did i did drop 12 pounds uh not drinking for 45 days that's pretty good man that's good shit that's that's yeah, nice. wasn't too bad so um, i'm hoping that'll continue i could stand to lose 20 so yeah maybe i need to try this uh, out yeah i could stand to lose <laughs> another 12 <probably. laughs> oh man well good stuff guys you can find all of our content recap coverage and moving forward rankings all that good stuff at rotorstreetjournal.com where we breed and feed you fancy wolves if you prefer podcasts this will be a podcast. Maybe you're listening to the podcast right now. Ratings and reviews are so helpful, though, to help us grow on iTunes, on YouTube, everywhere. Would be so appreciated. Like and sub on your way out, Wolfpack. It would be the best and so greatly appreciated. In a world full of fancy sheep, be the wolf guys. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. It's our time to go But at least we stole the show 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 Old-fashioned football right there, folks.